0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real
1: patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com Metaverse Impact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes. So don't you try to. Joe, you're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This, this is the Cuse Militia. Let's go, those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bulls**t thing I've seen in 30
0: years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Q. Militia with Sean and Joe. At Q. on the socials. Go there, join the Militia live on Twitter X Spaces for the final segment of each show. Uh, God willing. I always have, you always have to... Say the prayers before we do that. And make sure it works correctly, but we'll test it before we go. Go, you know. No, uh, so the time for the Army game was announced, Joe. I believe it's noon, correct?
1: Yes. Okay, it is noon. Noon on ACC Network.
0: On ACC Network. So and even have to stream. Don't even have to stream. I, I repeat, Joe. Uh, now all we need. Look, I'm. I gotta be honest, man. I'm on the fence a little bit with this UNC game or this Virginia Tech game. I'm a little on the fence. Talk to Gio. He's like, dude, it's nighttime. You came during the day last time. You got to try to make the night one. So I'm like, oh, man, I don't know, man. But he, he is either going to be a broadcaster or a salesman because I'm, I'm right there. Anyway, it can only be one Joe. So I need a time is my point. I need a time for the UNC game. I already know the time for gonna the... We're going to get it next week. Okay. Well, already We already got a time for the... Virginia Tech game seven thirty on Thursday, which makes things a little difficult, by the way. But that's like the they, I mean, they, they have that game every year. You're here,
1: talking right? to me like I'm the one that's making the decision.
0: Well, I'm just saying it just makes things a little difficult. Like not for I, me, not for me. If I want, I
1: get. I gotta understand.
0: Pretty sure I could get the days. I got the PTO. I can get the days. Man, first world problems. I don't. Yeah. You know. What am mm-hmm. I gonna do? Enter yeah, salmon at night would be something else,
1: though. Dude, I get it. I get it. But that one would be super hard for me. So
0: I know, I know. I'm just saying, man. I just, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a decision that's gonna be need to be made before October seventh. Okay.
1: I mean, I think they know that, Sean.
0: Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, are you Should speaking to me pot? or are you speaking I, to the I'm in, like, in general, in general. You and the 10 people that listen to this show, every week, dedicated. dedicated I mean, let's listeners. be honest,
1: I mean, Army's next week, they just announced it. They still haven't announced Clemson either. And they they, the they, they play this that.
0: they play this this game where they you know wait to see how everybody's doing and the networks decide whether or not they want to put some of these games on prime time to draw yeah. eyes, right? And it's a money grab, just like everything else in the NCAA, money mm-hmm. grab. All right, yeah. that's all I got.
1: No, I'm just saying. I mean. It was- we beat Purdue, and then all of a sudden they're going to say we're gonna probably be prime time with Clemson because of you know everything that's happened with us and Clemson in the in the past, and that everyone's going to assume that we're going to beat Army and we're going to go ahead and be four and zero and have Clemson come to town, right? So obviously that's the money grab. I mean, I just don't.
0: I mean, I love but how prime long time do you wait for
1: the North Carolina.
0: The, the one thing, yeah, I know that's the problem. Depends on what they do too. Here, the one thing with prime time in the dome is this, the dome is the dome regardless of what time it is, and I guess it's fun because you know it's going to be on a Saturday night or whatever, and we can we can all enjoy some extra cervezas and you know have fun. But under the lights, man, is just special. Whether no matter what sport, really, I mean, honestly,
1: racing. Yeah, no, I get it, football. and I'd much rather North Carolina game be. A night game, to be perfectly honest with you, would probably be a little bit more expensive for you. You're probably looking more like hoping it's a I'm hoping afternoon it's at, game.
0: I'm hoping it's right at 12.
1: What about 3.30 would that be?
0: 3.30 is fine, but at 12 would be great. I could leave here at friggin' 7. I can even get some tailgating in. You get there by 10.30, do, yeah. do an hour tailgate, smoke a cigar, drink a drink.
1: I well, hope you're going to tailgate. That's why I'd rather it be 330.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Makes sense. Get,
1: get a little bit of tailgating in, you know. I mean, the last time we tailgated, it was pretty good.
0: It was. I won't have Man all that gear, though. Bit. That's the thing. What's that? I probably won't have all that gear.
1: No, oh, yeah, but I can bring stuff.
0: Uh-huh. So Well, we'll figure that out. When they give us the game time. The all-time series between the Orange and the Boilermakers sits at 1 and 1. The first of the two meetings was in 2004 where Purdue shut out Syracuse 51 to 0. I was led, we we talked about this last year. It was led know, by none other than no, 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 no. It was led by none other than the uh, one and only Kyle Orton who went God, 16 Lord. for 30 for 287 yards, four touchdowns. Last year, Syracuse uh, they were leading uh twenty-five to fifteen at one point, And then um, you know, we all remember what Charlie Jones did to us, 180-something yards, I believe. They hooked up for a 50 yard, 55-yard touchdown, and it was uh 25-22, then with 641 left, a missed field goal by Purdue's kicker Michael, what is it, Finneran, uh, with two fifty-four left to go, and then uh Schrader was was good. He was the man through the air. 181 with three TDs, 83 yards on the ground. Led rushing too, uh, they're coached by another first-year head coach um, is Jeff Brom. He was recruited by Purdue from Illinois, and or excuse me, Ryan Walters was recruited by Purdue from Illinois. Jeff Brom is gone. He's in Louisville now. Uh, yes. their, their record last year was eight and six, six and three. Uh, they entered last year's game against the Syracuse at one and one. Um, and they uh, after the loss to the Orange, they actually went on a, a four-game win streak, which kind of justified our our win there a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, three of the team's biggest stars from last year—they've all found homes in the NFL. You got Payne Durham, who we all love to hate—that he was obnoxious mm-hmm. last year, remember? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, He's with the Bucks, I believe. All these are still set in stone. I got this from from Nunes. Um Aiden O'Connell—he found a spot with actually with the Raiders, and Charlie yep. Jones is um, is a Bengal, so. Um, you know, those are the three big names out of the offense last year and they're all gone. So filling in for Aiden O'Connell is, is Hudson card. He's a Texas longhorn transfer. He's a dual threat guy. I think he's very similar to Garrett Schrader. I watched him last weekend, talented passer, and you know, he can scramble and you know, the one thing Purdue, they lost, like I mentioned, two of their best receivers, on offense but he's got some weapons and I mean it's mostly because of he's a talented guy and he adds that he has that 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 extra depth that extra level uh, being able to use his legs so I expect to see a lot of that between both of these guys I think we're gonna have to uh, rely on the the same thing a couple of safeties left or one of the safeties left last year Sanusi San, is, is that how it is Sanusi Sanusi Kane and Cam Allen um, they're both back, but corner, Corey Trice, he's actually now with the Steelers. And then, dude, you got five in Jalen Graham, who was linebacker, is now with the 49ers. You got five guys from last year's team who uh, went on to get drafted in the NFL, and we beat them. Yeah, that's yeah. that. Thing, put that into perspective just for a second. That's huge. That's huge. Um, I'm I sure there's, there's a couple more. Maybe Joe will hit up on those. I just feel like, um, I feel like, you know, Purdue could be 0 and 2 coming into this game. I think the Virginia Tech game was uh, was is unfortunate for Virginia Tech. They kind of let that. They they came back. Uh, they were down 17 nothing at one point. Came back and ended up taking the lead, kind of late, and then ended up losing it. But um, you know, kudos to Purdue for being able to rally back and and take it. But anyway, um, like I said, I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a. Knockdown, drag out kind of game similar to last year's game you know last year's game was um pretty tight what was it 32 to 28 or something like that what the hell was it i can't remember
1: it was a very close game but if you remember um it was also a situation where
0: we were ahead. there wasn't a
1: lot of there wasn't a lot of scoring until the end of the game yeah that's right? true. yeah I mean 32-29, but you have to remember, I yeah, mean, it, Purdue was up 9 to 3 at halftime and then it was we were up 10 to 9 at the end of the third quarter mm-hmm. and then we scored 22 points and Purdue scored 20 points in the fourth quarter That's for true. a 32-29 game, right? So yeah. I mean, you don't really know where the uh, the points are really going to come from. Um,
0: atomic Pumpkin Time. Pumpkin spice all the things. <laughs> have you had an Uh-oh. Atomic Pumpkin yet, Joe? I have not. Have you seen him at Wegman's?
1: I have not been to Wegman's as of late, but oh, you need to go.
0: You need to get you some atomic pumpkins. Go ahead with your with your preview, Joe. Sorry.
1: Um. No. Just. I mean. I, I kind of didn't looked into the matchups that they've had already. Obviously, Purdue. You you mentioned is one and one, and you know they've obviously played Fresno. more difficult more difficult opponents than we have. Correct, but yeah um losing just looking at that first game losing to um you know Fresno State Fresno State's quarterback kind of had a day I mean when you look at it uh Fresno State had more penalties they also had one in they they threw an interception and Purdue didn't even have a turnover um and I mean he went quarterback went 32 of 45 for like 370 something it was four touchdowns um and they still rushed for over 119 or somewhere around 119, 120 yards on the ground. Uh, when you looked at um, Purdue, they were they were very even in the rushing. I think they only rushed for 109 yards, um, and then they, you know, threw, they, they ran 30 times and threw 30 times, and um, you know it was a it was kind of a, a shootout, 39, 35. But um, when you they they turn the next week and they go to Virginia Tech. And they go from throwing um, um there's a lot more plays in that game, but they threw thirty-four times, ran forty six times. It's more forever.
0: balanced offense, though. So.
1: Well, I mean they were they were a more run heavy team against Virginia Tech. Uh Virginia Tech, uh Grant Wells, he did throw two interceptions. Um but he was sixteen to thirty three for two forty three, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And um you know, they had the two turnovers Virginia Tech did. It was 17-17 going into half. And, you know, that's, that that game almost had a six-hour delay. Purdue scored a game, wouldn't a down in the fourth quarter. Um, but overall, um, to me, the way I'm kind of looking at it is, is Purdue's still kind of trying to, you know, they're still trying to figure it out. I mean, they do have a pretty – Hudson Card's a solid player. And Devin Mockaby, you know, he's he's a solid running back back there. Um, he did well against us last last year, but – I mean, you can see that the receivers are kind of all over the place on who gets, you know, um, consistent. I mean, they're not really balanced. You know, the guys that did get the first game didn't really do that great the second game. And um, I just, it just looks to me like that team kind of struggles, <clears throat> to me anyway, Purdue, um, defending the pass, at least that. Um, the one thing that did stick out to me was that they held Virginia Tech to own uh, 22 carries for 11 yards rushing. So, um Virginia Tech did not have you know a good night rushing against Purdue, so I think it's pretty obvious that Purdue is more of i mean they're better stopping the run than they are the pass from what I have seen so far this year um and it looks also to me like um you know they're gonna definitely give Maccabee a boatload of carries, and uh hopefully we can contain him so he doesn't go crazy and Hudson card he's gonna have his he's gonna have his place you know I don't think he Scram was as much as Schrader, but uh, he still has that ability, and he still, you know, can throw a decent ball. He's he's had a pretty pretty good number so far this year, considering. Um, I do believe last and so last night I was listening to the uh, the pregame presser for um, Purdue. And a coach was talking about how there was a, a possible, I think there was an injury they had offensive line. I don't want to say it's center. I don't want to say exactly what the position was, but I believe that they're going to be down a starter on their offensive line going into uh, this game as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And currently Syracuse is, um, they're a two-and-a-half point favorite. So,
0: Yeah, were they open at three-and-a-half or something like that?
1: I don't know exactly what it opened at, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but um, two and a half at Purdue, and yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of all I got. Um, you know, you get, you you hit a good chunk. Um, obviously, they're missing a lot of guys.
0: There are a lot of holes on both sides of the ball. Missing a lot Coach, of guys. There's transfers. Coaching,
1: yeah. Coaching turnover stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, it's a work in progress for them, and you know, it's how, again, it's hard to kind of see. How good they really are, you know what I mean? Because uh, we don't know how good old Dominion is, even though you know virginia's Tech beat old Dominion uh, first game of the season. And to be perfectly honest with you, Purdue lost to uh, Fresno State at home, and then Fresno State took, um, or I think they had to take uh, two overtimes um, to beat Eastern Washington last week at their place. And I'm pretty sure Eastern Washington is a D1 AA school, so. They got they lost to North Dakota State the first week of the season, thirty-five to ten. So they're not even the best D one AA school. So um, and they struggled beating them. So it's again, it's still the beginning of the season, week three. It's tough to really judge some of these teams, but you know, you know Purdue in the Big Ten traditionally, you know they're good in in the trenches. And coach mentioned that as far as you know, we're going to have to be tough in the trenches because you know they are. Um, and we're going to have to stop Mockaby. And I think if we can do that, then I think we're going to be all right because I think this secondary that we have can handle um, the hodgepodge of receivers that they have.
0: Yeah, not a lot of consistency, a lot of turnover. New coach bodes well for us. Third game of the season. You still see them trying to figure things out. And um, they, bi- they really barely did squeak one by um, Virginia Tech. So and that was kind of a grudge match, but there it's was a, a grudge huge. Match, there was a, and it's also like a s- weird because six-hour delay with the weather, and
1: and then you come back, everything's all wet, right? Yeah. And Virginia Tech had Virginia Tech lost the turnover battle two to zero. So, I mean, who knows if they don't throw those interceptions? So
0: in, in Virginia uh, Tech had some injuries at receiver. Uh, Geo, tell me that they might have lost their two top receivers for the year in that game. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, look, both got to play the same game on the same field at the same time. Purdue Oh, won. of Purdue course. But I'm just saying.
1: Right. and there's always going to be those things, right? I mean, you can't control six-hour delays. You can't control now the field sloppy in an outdoor stadium, right? Yeah, Which, exactly. again, Purdue, I mean, that's one thing that we, we do kind of got to put in perspective, too, right? Is this, I mean, we don't know what the weather's going to be like. This could be a sloppy game.
0: It could be. I really hope, uh. There's no weather issues.
1: <laughs> but that's always a part of it.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's part of and the o- fun of it, too, though.
1: And obviously, when you look at this, uh, weather issues, and you look at the way that certain teams play, you know, like the Bengals and the Browns this past weekend, right? Or the Giants and the Cowboys. I mean, that weather had a huge implica- implications of that, those games. And uh, obviously, it <laughs> looks like some teams can't play in that type of weather. So That,
0: that team would be the Giants,
1: Oh, that's dude. Cincinnati didn't look good either, buddy.
0: I I know they didn't, but the Giants didn't look good.
1: No, oh, dude, that all. was awful.
0: The Bills didn't look good. To all, all our Bills friends out there,
1: I mean, dude, there's Jets a lot D's of D's tough. That didn't look good. A lot of rookie Jets quarterbacks that didn't look good. Yeah, there's some ugly stuff out there. So
0: I just barely won my fantasy matchup with J. A. at the helm. Um, <laughs> he was freaking killing me last night. I wanted to scream. What a freaking nightmare that could have been. So. Anyway,
1: well, imagine the people that had Aaron Rodgers and oh just a few, a few points, and he gets zero. So,
0: it's not funny. I had lost, it's not so. funny. It's
1: not Tyree killing lost. It's
0: not funny. It's really, it's not funny. It's not. But he did take four snaps, and he's done.
1: That could be his career.
0: That could be his career. So, really? anyways, all right, that's it for us. It's time to hear from you. All right, it is that time of the week where one of us gets to brag about our prediction from last week, and we get to make our predictions for this coming Saturday. So Syracuse at Purdue. What time is this game, Joe? Two. Th- what did I see?
1: Seven thirty.
0: Seven thirty. Yeah, that's right. Well, I was going to say two thirty. Um,
1: prime time, baby.
0: Yeah, seven thirty. Prime time, and um, we got a lot of responses. I got a ton of responses on Twitter. And um, we will
1: Eight, eighteen on Facebook.
0: Uh, eighteen on Facebook is is killing it. Actually, so there's that. Um, okay, let me get this up and Adam. And like I said, I think you know I haven't checked many of these, so to be fair, I haven't I haven't gone through and to see because I got mine pretty close. I, I think it's going to be. Similar to last year. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. We could totally go in and mop the freaking floor with them, right? So, just. We it looks, can get whooped. Or we can get whooped. So, I got 38 responses on here, but it looks like there's some banter. Uh, all right. Let's start with our, our, our buddy David, at David Super. He says, orange win by forfeit. Purdue to chicken to show up. Because uh, <laughs> I screwed up the spelling. So very clever, David. I like it. Um, it's clever. <laughs> uh, here we go. The world's longest Twitter handle. If not now, when? Eighty-four, forty-two to 10. Schrader has at least two in the air and one on the ground. Penalties will be cleaned up in four to five receivers. will see passes. Go Cures. Hmm. At Baptized by Fire 7, 34-17. By the way, I noticed them already off the bat. A lot of these have, have some meat to them. And you know how Joe loves the meat. 34-17. <laughs> the defense leads the way against Texas transfer QB and turns him into over with two interception, interceptions. Uh, Schrader throws for over 200 and rushes for over 100. Now, I think, look. I think Schrader's probably going to be... This is, he's going to be on the edge of scream probably all the time. I just pray that <laughs> he doesn't do anything stupid, okay? Because it's going to be it's going to be a hard fought game, I feel, and I think that if you know, you remember how Dungey used to be when things needed to happen, right? Mhm. Yeah, and he would and he would, you know, push a little bit harder than maybe he should. Sometimes
1: try a little bit too hard. Yeah, yeah I get
0: it. Yeah, exactly. So um, let's hope we're not in one of those situations. At, I miss Eric Dungey. Twenty to seventeen, Q wins with a last-second field goal. That's that's right up my alley right there. But I pray I don't have to sit through that kind of agony. You know what I'm saying, Joe? Like it's not like when your Giants just get whipped right from the beginning. You know? Right. There's yeah. no. Yeah. You know. You don't. There's no tension and there's no the anxiety there you just well you just i mean watch that could happen if, and-
1: it could <laughs> happen if it was pouring rain out there so it's true you uh, know.
0: at number one cues fans su 34 per don't 13 another uh, dominant performance by both garrett and the entire offense through the air and running, basically pure offensive domination. There, described by Superfan, uh, the defense especially will make it a nightmare all game long for Perdon's offense. And Perdon, I love it. Right, I like that. Um, at T dot Tara Miggy, thirty-one twenty-one. Let's let's get a couple of these with some um, with some meat on them. Uh, Twenty uh, at David W. 27 24. Q's in OT. Um, Big 10 rock fight round two. I think we will continue to see Schrader sc- scramble and extend plays. Allen gets over 100 on the gr- ground. Nail biter. Hmm. At Todd G96. This is a very tough spot for Q's to be on the road. Uh, natural grass field, I think. Primetime game. Large crowd. We'll learn. A lot about this team Saturday night. You're forgetting one thing, Todd. One thing, Todd. The instructions are final score predictions. And you didn't do it. You know? What do we got to say about that? I'm getting really sick of guys
1: named Todd. You know, yeah, it's just a goofy, it's a goofy fucking name, okay? (laughs) Hi, what's your name? Todd.
0: I'm Todd. So, anyway. Todd. All right, we digress. Um, let's see, Noah, our buddy Noah on Twitter. Syracuse thirty-eight, Purdue seventeen. The Qs dominates in prime time, and receivers continue to impress without Gadsden. Look for LeQuan to step up in receiving game as well, and that's something we haven't seen a ton of Joe. And he barely got to he barely got to. I mean, he's got three touchdowns last week, but he barely got to show off the moves last week, you know. So. Yeah, but he got the touchdowns. <laughs> I know he got the For touchdowns, sure. and, and that's probably why he's, you know, he, he could be happy leaving the game like that. But you want to, you know, these guys want to go out there and want to make plays too, and, and he, he totaled 20 yards. But the three touchdowns, the icing on the cake, and absolutely acceptable. At Cuse, Waterboy, 2.0, Syracuse 31, Perdon 13, LeQuint Allen has a breakout game. A lot of people are on this bandwagon right now. Uh, the mob swarms them, causing a few takeaways, and Syracuse football announces to a national audience that we are back. That's what I'm talking about. Hmm. Uh, all Things SU on Twitter, Syracuse starters play a full game for the first time all year, 42-17. to 17. All of a sudden, we see Fairweather fans complaining that they can't get it affordably. Mmm. <laughs> Could be a... It could be that could be the case.
1: Good prediction. Is that, there. That's the next excuse.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Hit me hit me up with some off of uh, Facebook real quick.
1: Well, we got a uh, top fan, Nadal. He's in there. Nadal um, beating beating Virginia Tech at home is impressive, but Cuse pulls it out 28-21. I think they used the run game more this game. They didn't use it as much to so not give away the plays. The previous games plus our main receiver potentially injured. Um. There's really not a lot of. I mean. No meat on, on, a lot on of, Facebook. A huh? lot of guesses. Um, there's another Jeffrey Diane. Jeffrey Diana. Um, I think they can beat Chicken. Going to be a three score onslaught. Okay. Um, three
0: scores. Let's push it.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's just see. Um, Mark on Facebook. 47 to 2, Purdue. And then he comes back. This is not even close. Um. My buddy Sabo, unpopular, but Purdue 23, Q17. And probably the last one that we got here that's got anything, that's got a little bit of substance here, but Syracuse opened up as a three-and-a-half-point underdog, but then the line quickly shifted to a two-and-a-half-point favorite. q wins 31-21. So to me, that's kind of crazy. It's a big shift. That's a, that qu- a six-point six shift. So you know where all the... The sharks and all the betters are going on that one, so interesting. Yeah.
0: You know, it's really tough to Says judge the, the the power of it. Look, look. I know they're putting up a lot of points. You you sent me the graphic. I retweeted it on Twitter. You yeah, know, Josh te- Black tweeted. Yeah, I retweeted Josh Black actually. Um teams with a top ten scoring offense and defense. Um, I mean it's Oklahoma and Syracuse. So I mean, hey, you know when you're up there and you're in the stat you're in the stat, right? but opponent yeah. I, I got to break out the opponent level card, man, I do, but you do you do, but absolutely but the thing about it is is that's a lot of scoring, as he was done it, i don't it's it's a lot of scoring in, in to do two weeks in a row. It's a pure domination, so they they what they're telling everybody to say the very least is that. You know, we
1: called c- off the dogs too, right?
0: Huh? We called off the dog. What do you mean? To what? I, don't
1: I mean, I don't really. I don't really think that we were really. Oh yeah, 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 that. yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah. like we were out there to score. We were out there running plays to run the clock out and get out of there, right?
0: Right. And I mean, you know, with that said, it's it's tough to do, especially two weeks in a row, and you got to throw out the opponent card, but. It's a lot of points. At the very least, what Syracuse is saying is, G- give me, give us, give us a freaking challenge. We're ready. So they're ready for Purdue. They absolutely are. So we'll all get to see what they can do with it, because obviously they need a challenge. There's going to be you know, something
1: yeah, coming. So I mean, We're not going to, we're, we're not going to know what this, obviously, what this team is until they start <laughs> playing teams, because. As much as you, I mean, you can only play what's in front of you, right? So at the end of the day, I mean, regardless of what who their opponents are, you have to be happy with the fact that they took care of business. I mean, there's been seasons in the past where things have gotten a little sketchy, you know. I mean, I remember a Villanova game that was super sketchy, right? And some other games that we probably shouldn't have had to, you know, wait for the second stringers, or we should have seen their second stringers and we never saw them because the starters had to play to win the game. And um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just. Happy and thankful that we have done that and we have proven that um and uh, again, we just we move forward to the next one and got to do what we got to do, but I think absolutely they're ready I mean, you look at that defense the, the offense, it looks like they've been clicking on all cylinders um, yeah, you don't
0: want to be so. like Boston college just struggling to get by
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> i mean <laughs> twenty eight thirty one holy crap yeah no we don't want we don't want that
0: yeah, exactly I mean by the way. I saw it was texted by, by Tony. You were in that group text, right? Could you believe that? Could you believe that? Boston College Holy Cross had 40,100 fans in there.
1: Isn't it a local rivalry, though?
0: It is in-state rivalry. It is. But we had an in-state rivalry, too.
1: I mean, NC, uh, NCAA and T and Duke, whenever they go and play Duke, that, that whole stadium gets sold out. Yeah, because I mean, of the A and T fans, right? So I'd be willing to bet that it was because of the Holy Cross fans that they had that many.
0: I mean, look, they figured they had a shot because Boston College sucks. So you're probably uh, right.
1: They don't look great. They no. don't.
0: Can't wait. Blood in the water on that one. Um, okay, 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 Joe. Um, it, it's time. It's time to go over last last week's. Okay, and I know we got more, but we did. We did plenty. I think we get it. Okay.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's
0: go with uh, look, look, one more. At Jello o zump 19, 41-16, defense dominates, Schrader has a huge day in the air, and Allen becomes a big part of the passing game out of the backfield. Did I say that one already?
1: Um, I, did, I don't know. I don't think it I did. It still sounded good if you did.
0: Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, Yeah, a lot of people on the LeQuint Allen out of the backfield, LeQuint Allen doing something more bandwagon, and I love it. I do because I want to. Everybody's rooting for that dude, and it's time for him to like. A couple guys said it's time for LaQuinn Allen to have a breakout game, and I feel like it's if we need it to happen, and it should happen during Purdue. Why not, right? So,
1: oh yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's a situation, right? Like I said, I mean, Purdue held Virginia Tech to eleven yards rushing of twenty. It's only twenty-two carries, sure, but like I said, I, I there is something there. Um, like we talked about, Purdue is a better, you know, um, better at stopping the run than they are the pass on defense, uh, based upon their first two games. So, I mean, I hope it happens. If we do, if if all these people that are calling for LaQuinta have a great game, and, and you know, and maybe between him and Schrader and doing the read and, and Schrader throwing another fifty or sixty yards on there, or whatever. If we, if we can have a successful running day, then. And that means that's 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 good because that means that we're doing well.
0: What what else is because in the back pocket I, too, Joe? You know? Like you're not breaking in you're not opening up the playbook and going in too deep against Colgate in western Michigan. Right. It hasn't been flashy. You know, we've yeah. seen we've seen Schrader be flashy, but he's a flashy guy. But as far as yeah. the play calling goes, it's been basic, it's been vanilla, and we haven't seen them really open it up. You know there's there's some things designed for for the LaQuint situation.
1: Gatson. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's not funny. Uh for but, the
1: I mean that's what I'm saying, right? I mean it's just it's a situation where Gatson's not gonna play wallaba. I mean they're both gonna be out for a little while, so we're gonna have to fill those spots. We don't know if Ellis or Joe Moore are gonna be playing this week or Trevor Pena for that matter. Well um
0: when when Garrett I mean our
1: receivers have stepped up and we talked about that, but I mean based upon competition they're gonna be playing power five uh you know, secondary. I so.
0: know. I know. But the secondary's somewhat new, too. I mean, they got.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Fresno State threw for almost 370 yards, I mean, on them with four touchdowns. So, I mean, obviously that, that option is there. When, you know, and to be perfectly honest with you, Virginia Tech, even in the rain, and in, in a wet field, was better on as far as passing the ball than running. So...
0: When Garrett Trader said so confidently that we were going to see Joe Moore and Kalen Ellis, you have to wonder if maybe they were already ready and they just, to play it safe, like we've talked about, just yeah. kept him out of the Western Michigan game just to not chance anything, give him another week, you know,
1: to. I would love. Love for that to be the situation. He said
0: it pretty confidently, and I don't know how how players can call those shots, but you know I'm going to hold them to. I mean, I
1: would just I would love to be able to grab those two guys and possibly a Trevor Payne and say, okay, well we just lost those two, but now these three can play, right?
0: Oh yeah, be huge. And and I'm not like I said, I'm not. I mean, I'm I want Gadsden back. it's just adds that that extra layer. But with that said, I'm been impressed with what we have as options besides Gadsden. And even the first, and even in the Colgate game, you saw it. So, I'm, I'm, as far as like being worried about it, that's not where my worry is. My worry is on the offensive line. And if we get Joe Moore and Kalen Ellis back, I'm I'm at least feeling a little bit more confident coming into the Purdue game. Yeah. So, um, okay. So with that said, Joe, last week, what was the final score of that that game? Forty-eight to seven. Yes, sir. My guess was forty-nine to seven. And your guess was forty-five to three. You were a smartass, and made us resort to the uh, actual <laughs> score because you kept the spread the same, which is clever. It's clever, <laughs> but you lost anyway. So we're one and one going into Purdue, uh, Joe. One and one. You you take I Colgate. Did. That was a I,
1: good. That was a good pick, man. You're one point. You're one point away.
0: I know. And I was thinking as soon as they kick, they, as soon as that first um, seventy-five yard run for Western Michigan. Got taken to the house. I was like, "Oh my gosh, our scores are gonna be so far off." But yeah, that was it. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I think it's gonna be a tough game. I think it's gonna come down to you know, much like the last game, like I said, two previous times. Maybe um, you know, survival of the fittest. Man, cream's gonna rise to the top at the end. I think Syracuse ends up pulling away. I'm gonna say 34-24, Syracuse.
1: Wow. That is a great, great pick, Sean.
0: Thanks, Joe. It means a lot coming from you.
1: Why do you always get to pick first? I won. You <laughs> picked first last week and you lost. So I know. Well, you, I guess you gotta resort be... <laughs> back to you making. Your rules? I guess you gotta be quicker like, than
0: that. I don't know. Yes, yes. Like,
1: like, like Big Daddy, I win.
0: <laughs> uh, look. If you win, you get to you get to either either receive or defer. How about we start that? Oh. Okay, sorry.
1: Okay, we can start that. All right, that's fine. Okay. Because I would have had you go first last week anyway, so it's fair. All right, it's fair.
0: I uh, see a lot of high scores, by the way.
1: There's a lot of high th- scores throughout the pre. There is, and, and that's the, obviously the based upon because you know who we're playing. Um, but I'm gonna go a little bit lower. You went. Th- I'm going to go.
0: Holy smokes, brother. Spit it out. Like, this should be figured 30, out before 30, we get here.
1: 30-24.
0: You're going 30-24. Wow. Okay. Syracuse. All right. Okay.
1: It's not the same spread. I know like it's not. It's
0: I know, it's a pretty easy one to figure out. I know I'm not, like, the best at math on the cuff, but, uh, you know, it's a pretty easy one to figure out. I was just writing it down. Um, okay. Well, look. It's going to be exciting. Prime time game. Um,
1: Where's the... Re- uh, what's the city that they're in? What city is Purdue?
0: West Lafayette.
1: Oh, God.
0: Yeah. It's a mouthful. Well, we, we're, we're, you know... Syracusan's. we're familiar with Lafayette. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's, how, that's how it is over there.
1: Yeah, well, the so far, what are they showing? Saturday, so far. I know it's it's far away, but West Lafayette, seventy-six is the high, fifty-six is the low, with six percent rain. So it looks so, like it's gonna be it. Looks like it's clear. It looks right like it's day. good.
0: Perfect. I all like right it. Night. I think that bodes well for for the team that usually plays in a dome.
1: I would say so. So it's probably gonna be a little bit more breezy than normal, but it's not gonna be like what wake the Wake Forest game last year.
0: Oh yeah, it's colder than uh no, or like Titten the, the and Iron Duke game. Yeah, you went to Duke. that. And that was like it was you and four other Duke fans at that game, I remember.
1: No, yeah. I wasn't no. No, it was Heather, her brother, and my dad but we were all wearing like jackets and hoodies. I'm and saying the, and
0: the, the crowd was terrible. Was, oh, that was the yeah, joke. No, Remember how bad, bad the crowd yeah.
1: was? It was bad, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Look, that's going to do it for us for this week. We're going to see you all back on Sunday. Hopefully 3-0. hopefully 3-0. Hopefully 3-0. Hopefully talking about a win and getting your thoughts on that game as well afterwards. Hit the socials after that. And uh, we'll see you Sunday for Joe and Sean.
1: We're out. Peace.